Candice party. Candice party. It's not a party. It's an intimate get-together. Candice party. Candice party. Don't call it that. It's just a get-together. Candice party. Candice party. Don't spill your drink. Hi, Don't welcome drop to Candice party. party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get-together. We are re-watching Phineas and Ferb in an attempt to figure out the best Phineas and Ferb episode, the best quote from Phineas and Ferb, and the best song. So today, we will be talking about the episode... Did someone say the name? I don't remember it. One Good Scare. But, one Good Scare. But first... Scare ought to do it. It's One Good Scare ought to do it. Oh. Yes. Ra- Ma- Molly? But first... Let me take a selfie. Yes, You're, but first, let me take a selfie. No, you every episode. I know. No, I know my oh, bit. Okay, I, I asked sure. if anyone had any pressing what, what, news. Okay, let's. We never followed up on if anyone had a uh, pressing news. I don't have any news, but I have a request. Go ahead. That I'm sorry, I'm not taking requests, and I have to set someone send me all of Dan Pavemeyer's TikToks because I'm not on TikTok. Thank you. Um. Oh God, Molly, Grandma. Dan I am a Grandma. TikTok. I don't want to have TikTok. Why? I will spend my entire day on it. That's true. It doesn't have a clock on the app. You don't see the time at the top. TikTok got no clock, but the party don't <laughs> stop. No. Can we talk about ketchup? Can we talk about ketchup? Can we talk about ketchup? Let's talk Can about- Can we please talk about ketchup? Yeah, sure. Heinz Doofenshmirtz is my favorite. You mean how you have a plate of fries and you didn't not put any Not fries, on not them? deceive our audience. Well, I don't want to call them tots. I don't really know what they are. They're tater discs. Ew. Ew. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have any pressing Phineas and Ferb-esque news. Do you have any news? Any Phineas and Ferb stuff going on? Um, No. No. Anything else that people should know? Anything related? Um, we should all petition Disney Plus to put the Weekenders on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's fair. We should do that. Yes. Uh-huh. And we should all petition for a third season of Milo Murphy's Law. That is also true. Great. So we know what we're fighting against. Uh, does anyone <laughs> what have... are we fighting for? <laughs> do you know what's, what's worth fighting for? for? I wish we could do that in the Phineas voice, like when people... Uh, yeah. Oh, oh that's hang... not Phineas. Do you know what's that's worth it. fighting for? I'm sorry, yeah, Vincent Martelli. Bad. You don't sound bad. like that. Bad. What's your... No, okay, do yours. Throw rocks from the side, why don't no, you? No, I know. I can't do it. All right. So don't so don't 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 come. Oh, out here. you're you're gonna come for everyone else on this podcast, but the second somebody comes for you, it's all oh the clothes are off. No, one, no one's in your corner. You look insane. <laughs> I am insane. I went to bed at seven thirty a.m., maybe eight a.m. Who are you messing with, Sa? Don't you know I'm loco? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Candace Party. No, no more. <laughs> Mr. Danny, nice why don't you, uh, do you have any Phineas and Ferb news? No, I just, you know, that's how you start a meeting. You oh. read the minutes from well, the last meeting. Called, well, and our last news. minutes would be EGOT for Laura. We still yes. would like to get an EGOT for Laura Dickinson or and Laura, Laura, Laura Dern. Dern. If both, that would but be great. Why not both? Why, why not? Both? We yeah. can do it. We're Put our hands together. Laura Dickinson, if you're out there and you happen to listen, come be on our podcast. Here's a fun She's fact. halfway there. Looking back now, nothing's going to get in her way. What? I like your style. She's halfway there. Living on uh, a prayer. Take my hand and you'll make it, I swear. It's Will make it, but I. He knows he's not going to make it. Let me be clear. Living on a prayer. All right, let's get going. All right. Well, today, that's the thing is I'm so used to people doing the other words for it, like lizard in a chair. Lizard in a chair. 
<laughs> lemon and a pear. <laughs> Lipstick on a pear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Wizard. <laughs> Wizard and a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> the picture that people put up of the wizard. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay. Oh, have you kids heard of this funny new thing called the internet? They do something Was that on a it. Vine? I don't remember anymore. I'm so old. Anyway, today's episode is one good scare ought to do it. Um. So, uh, before we get into today's episode, I have to ask the both of you one very mature adult Phineas and Ferb question. And when I say mature, I do not mean uh, gross. I just, I just mean that we're looking at it from a pragmatic, real world point of view. This this week's question is a is a simple but painful one. Um. Of the Phineas and Ferb cast, and we don't want to admit this about any of them, but which Phineas and Ferb character do we feel will eventually be canceled on Twitter? And it doesn't have to be for a real world type of thing. It doesn't have to be for something that is sensitive. But like which Phineas and Ferb character were their lives published on Twitter.com mm. would would be uh, rightfully scorned or perhaps wrongfully scorned. More likely right. I feel like usually. Nine times out of ten, they, they get the right one. I don't know hmm. why, but I I don't feel know when, like I don't know how. Sorry. Some of the things that Candace has done, mm. I think that, you know, she never does it with any wrong intention, but as we all know, and regardless of intention, your actions and words have effect on mm. people. Mm. And she has, she's schemed a lot of schemes. And, you know, she's, I think she's used a lot of people. Mm, the path to Danville is paved with good intentions. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I'm, a, I'm saying this could get me canceled, but I'm going to say it oh, and you can no. decide if I should change my answer. Mm. Um, I feel like Linda because hashtag believe women and we don't oh, believe you think Linda? You think Linda's maybe gaslighting Candace? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. She does seem to take everything Candace says as not true yeah. and should some sort of, uh, uh, I don't know, violent uh, um, uh, uh, explosion or moose herd right. fall upon the Flynn Fletcher household. Is she going to disbelieve Candace the same way? You know, is she uh, going to look at her daughter this way when her daughter says a satellite has crashed into the house? I think it, when it really matters, it really just shows like how much she doesn't see the pain that she's in. Like she clearly worries about Candace, but then also openly mocks her for this. Sure. Doesn't ever do any investigating. She never asks the boys if any of this happened. And if she did, they yes. would say yes. Yeah. But she doesn't inquire because she just believes her daughter is crazy, but also isn't getting her help. She's just telling her she's crazy. And it's, I, I, you know, I think she should believe her because it's true. Like, she's telling the truth. I think Irvin has done a lot of questionable things. Um, and he really um, kind of just stalked them for a while. Like, that's yeah. not okay. Invading people's privacy and invading their property, I'm pretty sure. And But Buford has those molds of his friends. Buford is also a, a is a bully, and if there's one thing the internet is good at, it's not forgetting some terrible thing you did, you know. So even if Buford is friends with them mm. now, mm. But, he has threatened physical violence to all of them at some point. But, but bullies sometimes people who are doing the canceling can be the bullies themselves. 
And yeah, some I believe all you know. I feel like Buford, because a lot of the time we do see the people that are canceled. Mm-hmm. They don't actually get canceled, and it just gives them a lot more popularity. Or and I feel like in Buford's case, I feel like after we initially first meet him. You know, we see a very different side of him. We see very sentimental sides of him. So I don't feel like he actually would be canceled. I mean, of course, he shouldn't be bullying Baljeet. Right. Um, I don't think Buford would be on Twitter because he'd be afraid of his real-life personality getting, like, out there. I think if Buford was on Twitter, he'd be like he'd just be like following like Joe Rogan or something. Uh, you know who is one hundred percent canceled? Who's canceled, pups? Professor Poof and Plots. That is a mm. Republican if I've ever seen one. <laughs> I mean, what kind of person blasts a minimum wage hair care product store employee just because she informs her that a product so is discontinued? Name, Karen Poof and Plots. Karen Poof and Plots is what I'm saying. Um it's it strikes me she as very not Republican be wearing behavior. a mask, mm. and we all know it, mm. despite the fact that she's a scientist, which makes it even worse. Someone walks up to Professor Poof and Plots and says, "Ma'am, you're not allowed in here without a mask." You know what she does? She discontinues you from this dimension. That's what she does. Yeah. That's that's Facts. what that Professor Poof and Plots might be the most canceled person on Phineas and Verb. I mean, she is she. But she oh, also has the ultimate means of canceling someone, <laughs> which is that laser that sends you to the other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, no, I, I wish we had that. I think that Doctor Doofenshmirtz has gotten in a fist fight with an endangered animal, mm-hmm. the platypus. Sure. So I think Twitter's not going to be happy about him. I think Phineas and Ferb will probably not be canceled. I think that is there any like rich person, like crazy rich person in Phineas and Ferb? Um, I mean, I know an I mean, Uncle Scrooge type. They not an Uncle Scrooge type. They do, I guess, imply that Roger. Has money. Doofenshmirtz, yeah. But I don't... Think... I'd like to think Roger Doofenshmirtz gets canceled, and that's why he's not mayor by the time of Milo Murphy's Law. Mm, I'd like dark. to think that he was the mayor, and then something goes wrong. We saw when Candace becomes mayor for the day that she just becomes completely tyrannical. You guys say mayor and not mayor? 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 John Mayor? Yeah, Mayor. mayor. I'm sorry. That just—I heard you both do it. Yeah. Am I a mayor or am I a muppet? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, nevertheless, yeah. I think that the entire Phineas Ferb cast is canceled, and the show should be pulled from Disney Plus, and we should put up a little warning in its place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know about that. Okay. We shouldn't. We shouldn't cancel everyone. No. All right. Well, let's just cancel the people who deserve to be canceled, Professor Poof and Plots, if she's <laughs> real, which she's not. Amen to that. She's real. Dreamweaver, I believe you can get me through the night. So today's episode. Is one good scare ought to do it. This is uh, another uh, half hour episode that, well, 22 minute, you know. Yeah, it's another one that's one long segment instead of two segments. Mm-hmm. And It's interesting really, we had two back to back. I really, well, no, I enjoy Toy to the World is uh, oh, I'm, after I'm it's so about sorry. time. I'm yeah. so sorry. So Toy to the World and Jerk to Soleil are in between. It's about time. I feel like maybe this was, because these are both very early on in the run, maybe this was an idea they had that they would regularly vary the lengths mm-hmm. of episodes. And then later on it happens a couple more times, but it's definitely not so frequent as two one right. apart from each other, you know. I definitely agree with the idea of change. Like I, I can see why the production order was different than the airing order. I, I really am a fan of the airing order. Um, I see some of the 
lack of continuity, like not continuity, but I, I see some of the problems with not airing it in the production order, but I yeah. I like this way everything was spaced there. Right. Um, I don't re- didn't remember this one being a half hour one. It doesn't feel like it has enough to fill it for some reason. Yeah, they, there are moments where they're stretching for time. They play yeah. the full Perry the Platypus theme. That's um, a very strange thing that Molly and I both looked at each other and we were like, what? Yeah, I feel like we don't remember that being in this episode. <clears throat> sure. Real quick. The plot of this one is that mm-hmm. Isabella has the hiccups. She got the hicks. Isabella got the hicks. Uh, Izzy does not have the frizzies. She merely has the hizzies. Oh. And um, yeah. It, it, so she, um, to, to cure her uh, of her hiccups, Phineas and Ferb and the rest of the kids decide to build a giant haunted house that is powered by static electricity. Uh, Candace, meanwhile, is uh, heading over to Jeremy Johnson's house uh, and uh, plans to impress him by dressing in a very detailed uh, manner. And uh, Phineas and Ferb's mom is out getting some uh, garbage done. And uh, (laughs) finally, uh, Professor Doofenshmirtz is attempting to destroy the lair of his mentor. I'm sorry, Professor Doofenshmirtz? Dr. Doofenshmirtz. Did I say (laughs) professor? You for that degree, Daniel. Well, he's never taught. Oh, no, he in Doof 101, he teaches. He's a professor. Uh, both he's a high of, school teacher. Both of you can go straight to heck, is what I'm saying. Dr. Doofenshmirtz uh, goes out to uh, destroy his uh, mentor's old lair, which is uh, the request of his mentor, Kevin. Uh, will he be successful in these endeavors? Will Phineas and Ferb scare Isabella? Will Candace impress Jeremy Johnson? Tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Just kidding. We're going to talk about it now. Um, my first note for this episode is in the beginning, Candace is trying to rehearse what she's going to say to Jeremy on the phone when she calls him and she flips through her little book with reasons to call and then she flips to her joke page and she has these little doodles about the jokes yeah. and it really reminded me of the doodles Ryan's been doing for the show. If Ryan, you haven't yeah. seen um, my doodles, I highly recommend going to our Instagram page. At um, Candace Party Pod. Yes, or Twitter. You, or Twitter. Um, we also, you know, on our Spotify. Our LinkedIn our, profile. Okay. Um, we have Danny's actually amazing drawings, but mine, when you just see a masterpiece compared yeah. to whatever you do. We don't put um, up mine. No. We put up Bubs's instead. Exactly. And it's cool, I guess. Well, anyway. Anyway, um, um, I highly recommend checking out my drawings. Um, I was voted class artist at my high school. Ryan was. That is a true fact. Ryan was mistakenly <laughs> voted class. No, no, it was very purposeful. At any rate, Ryan uh, is a wonderful artist. He's been doing some great drawings for our show, so please check them out. Um, I did some garbage, but now now yeah. Ryan's really got a hold of them. Yeah. Yeah, at any rate, um, you know, it's a, this is a good one. I don't think it's... Yeah, um, this is a good one. I don't think it's uh, as great as uh, It's About Time. I think that one maybe had a little bit more to fill up the 22 minutes with. I think that's probably why they stopped doing these. Yeah. I think also time travel is just such a... There's just so much there to work with. But know? I won't lie to you. I really, really like this... Um, 
I really like the set of episodes, I guess. I guess it's just one episode. It's not part one and part two. But I really like this one. And um, I have we, we have a lot of quotes written down from this. Yeah. It's a very good uh, uh, episode. This is a classic for us. Um, I mean, I like the song. If you, you want to tell them the song, Ryan, that we've got in here today. Um, yeah, tell them. And one little scare ought to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very... I, un- Mm. 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 It kind of feels like the songs are like my thing, though. I yield to you. Though. Yeah. Thank you, Senator. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I actually I do really enjoy this song. I think it's much better than you know other ones, such as it's Bigfoot. I think there's actual substance here. I think there's. I think. That <laughs> He's Bigfoot. <laughs> He's Bigfoot. <laughs> he bathes in the water <laughs> that you drink. We get the point. So he's one Bigfoot. little scare. He's Bigfoot. You done? Yeah. Thank you. No, but for real, this. Um... He's Bigfoot. He's Bigfoot. No, I love. Th- they perfectly encaptured. Um, you know, they just. Uh... Give me. Hold on. Mm, stuttering. Yeah. Stuttering. Yeah. Let bugs. me just stutter in place for a little bit. Burn some extra calories. That's all, folks. You know, they really just... Oh, Big Boy trying to get up again. <laughs> Big Boy not know to stay in the dark. For the record, the name of the song is One Good Scare Ought to Do It. Yeah, that's great. So I, mean, I want to make sure we're telling them the right. All um, right, so oh. one, and One Good Scare Ought to Do It, I think they really do what they do best. They, um, you know, in the song, they really add a lot of the classical, like, scary elements, the very plunky piano. Not plunky isn't the right word. But no, it is not. It's not It's not plunky. How would you describe a nice like harpsichord, you know? How did you say harpsichord? (laughs) I said harpsichord. Wow. Well, look, it sounds a lot like an Oingo Boingo song, like Dead Man's Party or uh, Dance with the Devil. Um, Oingo Boingo, of course, Danny Elfman's band that he had before he uh, went on to write film music, things right. like the Nightmare Right, so it Before sounds Christmas. a little bit scary, but they also have the funny elements in there. It's obviously a song yeah. about Hacka. Okay. It reminds me particularly of their song, Don't Go in the Basement, which is a song they wrote Thank you about for talking about things no one else knows Not going in the basement. About. Well, people who listen it. might want to know. Yeah. Molly, thank you for backing me up. I'm Please sorry. stop slurping that lollipop <laughs> into the microphone. Exactly I want you to know that what you did was you made a sloshing noise <laughs> <You> <laughs> somehow. Went... Yeah, I like it. I like what Danny said. Sorry, it's guys. so much better. A little bit of a sugar addiction. Anyway. Anyway. Phineas um, and Ferb. Um, I have a question about this more specifically for Danny because I'm not sure if you'll remember. Mm-hmm. But um, does that scene in the haunted house, especially with the song and the roller coaster, mm-hmm. does that remind you of that Ronald McDonald DB, uh, yeah. VHS tape we had where they're like in that creepy yeah, old man's yeah. house and seeing the song about how they're scared. I want to get off this ride. They like yeah. Little, yeah. Gave me really heavy that yeah. vibes and uh, if anyone else is out there and you remember the Ronald McDonald VHS tapes. You're a real one. I remember like seeing a song, not that specific one, but I do remember. Mm. I think we had one or two but there was um, yeah, they were gross, and uh, they looked like Rugrats because they were Klasky Chupo, and they're weird. They were. There was one that people uh, couldn't find for a long time, and then eventually someone found a copy of it because it turns out it was sold exclusively through the McDonald's website. Oh. And that's why people had a tough time tracking it down very early, like you know, like a 2003 website. So mm. people weren't exactly buying it in droves. But uh, yeah, the, the one that was lost was called the um, 
Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's a Loch Ness. Lost tapes, yes. yes, it was a Loch Ness monster themed one. It was like the legend of McDonald Lake or whatever the heck. And uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Interesting. McDonald Lake. Yeah. And then eventually they uh, they found it and um, I'm sleepy. So moving on. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a fun one. You know, there's some Phineas and Ferb stuff going on. I like that we see what every child is frightened of. I think it's good character work. I think that little Susie Johnson, this is her first appearance, will not only go on to become one of the um, the Greatest central, of our lifetime. yes, one of the great villains of our time, but also that she looks exactly like a Batman character named Baby Doll. That is absolutely true. Yeah, and it has bothered me for a long time now because I didn't know what and she I'm looked glad like. That you finally have the courage to talk about it. Yeah, and I realized like she down to the color palette. Yeah. Looks exactly like Baby Doll from Batman the Animated Series, except she's, uh, you know, drawn in a, a different art style. But you know, there's only so many ways you can draw little girl. Right. Little yeah. little white blonde girl with pigtails sort of comes out in one of three ways. So, and they did two of them on Batman because there's a redesign later where they give uh, they switch everyone's character designs around. Thinking about Baby Doll a lot lately. Everyone's favorite Batman character. <laughs> Mary Dahl, D-A-H-L, mm -hmm. like Roald Dahl, the children's book author. She goes by the name Baby Doll. She was a sitcom actress with that Gary Coleman disease where you stay short forever. And uh, it drove her uh, mad. I think so. Um, no, I'm just inadequate. And um, she went mad because she wanted to be a serious actress, but no one would take her seriously in her mm -hmm. role as Lady Macbeth because she looked like a baby doll. Well, and uh, so then she turns to a life of crime, repeating her famous catchphrase from her sitcom, I didn't mean to. Bubs, can you say I didn't mean to in like a baby voice? I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, that was scary. Was. So that's a Batman villain. Yeah. Batman villain. She later reappears in the episode Love is a Croc, written by Hilary J. Bader. She was, of course, co-created by Killer Croc. Killer Croc. That's right. It's a good one. In that episode, they say Killer Croc is wanted for murder, and you're like, "Ugh, that's unsavory. This is for kids." Yeah, but like, what else did you expect? I guess his name is Killer Croc. Yeah, you got him there, Killer Croc. He, I barely he, met her, Croc. He does. He is the killer. Yes. Um, I do have some notes here he that I would love killer. to share. Thank you. <laughs> Go on. Um, first of all, um, Perry the platypus mm. is a litterer. Mm. Perry the platypus. Cancelled. <laughs> Shame on you, Perry the platypus. Um, he is. He goes in Littering that wrong. Is not a victimless crime. It's not. He goes in you the. You wouldn't litter a car. <laughs> you would. <laughs> you wouldn't download a ship. <laughs> Why would you litter a trash? Perry the platypus. A Euron blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like goes in the wrong garbage can in the beginning of the episode, and when he jumps out, he just leaves a banana peel on the ground. Rude. Oh, actually, a banana peel is biodegradable. Never mind. Perry's cool. Biodegradable, but still rude. In their backyard, like mm. rude. They're back actually in their own backyard. Yeah, they're gonna make the most of every day. Oh, what if someone comes along and slips on the banana peel? How wacky would that be? Facts. Um, How also, in this one, you guys know this about bananas? Yeah. Candace calls monkeys like them. What? Mm. Hold on. This is news to me, Mal. Monkey like a banana? Monkey like the banana. Monkey like banana? <laughs> 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 oh, well. All right. All right. It's um, been a fruitful right. podcast. In this, 
episode, Candace calls uh, Phineas a little psycho, and I thought that that was a bit aggressive. That was a very real sister thing to say. It was. Um, I really enjoyed that we get the full Perry the Platypus theme in this, but I'm having trouble remembering because we've we've really spread out season one over a couple many months here. Plays over the credits of another episode. Yeah. Yeah. Not in an episode. Um, Real quick, I'd like to say that also in this episode, uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz outright states that he's trying to kill Perry the Platypus, which is also kind of shocking. But like what you would expect early on, these characters are less developed and like they're kind of acting the way that they would, like that you would expect this type of character to act. Like Candace is saying something to her little brother that a real sister would say to her little brother. And Dr. Doofenshmirtz is acting like an actual supervillain in that he outright states that he plans to murder Perry the platypus. Not something that would happen in a later episode. No. As they become more codependent and Candace becomes less harsh and more just... Crazy. And determined to to do this. She becomes the psycho. As (laughs) Linda's years of refusing to take her daughter's claims seriously take a toll mm-hmm. on the mental health of a young girl named Candace Flynn. Facts. Um, you got any? Um, well, my iPad did just die in the middle of recording this, mm-hmm. but I did remember having that I thought it was hilarious that Buford not only dresses as little Susie Johnson, um, just the wash away the horror. Yeah. It really is such a beautiful little joke in there that is not for children you can scrub but you'll never be clean justin never be clean <laughs> yeah that's wash, wash away the whore. why won't we baby drink his milk justin it's terrifying Sorry. yeah and i wrote that's one of my notes is that Susie is genuinely horrifying like when she's well. on the phone yeah. like she is her voice is just terrifying I yeah that's her voice again i can't recall molly you want to look that up yeah my phone's dying just the way that i don't know it's just something about the way she talks and that her voice is yeah. crackly for a, a like yeah. child. It's almost Elmo-y. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, no, I can't Carrie do it. Carrie Walgren? Oh, Carrie Walgreen. She's um she's the heir to the Walgreens fortune. No. <laughs> she um I think she's on uh, Rick and Morty, isn't she? I I I could find out. I believe she's the I want to say she plays someone on that show. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh Ryan, um Oh, I didn't mean to catch you mid-yawn. I oh, didn't realize well, you, you did. Anyone ever tell you with uh, big round glasses you look like Rick Moranis in I've Little Shop? never put big round glasses on before this. Before. I've never put two and two together. At any rate. I um, do kind of look like Rick Moranis in Little Shop. Yeah. Before, so. Suddenly Seymour. Suddenly Seymour. I really like the part in... Um, beside this I re- is my army yeah. version that plays over the Disney credits. I'm trying to make that noise. The 90s drum machine claps that are behind all those songs. Yeah. I can't do it though. It sounds too jazzy when I do it. It sounds too much like. Like the snake She is Jessica on Rick and Morty. Okay. In case you were wondering. Great. So she's little Susie Johnson. Yes. Yes. And you were saying you thought you were going to say something that you liked about the episode. Nah, no, I died six weeks ago. Um, Any other things you had that you remember, Ryan? No, I'm just thinking about Rick Moranis. Sorry. Um, any things that I remember? I mean, I have, I drew a picture of Perry the Platypus um, 
when he's strapped when to the box. When he's strapped to the box. I don't know why you included nipples in your I don't drawing. know either. It was just, it kind of just happened. I literally did it without thinking about it. What an unbelievable stroke of luck. Now, this episode does introduce the most important Phineas and Ferb character. The giant, the giant inexplicable floating baby, baby head. head. I don't know why Molly didn't say it with us. We're trying to do sort of a three-part harmony, but it's cool. I liked in this episode that we got to see a different outfit for Candace so early on. I don't feel like we get to casually see her in something very different, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed her her fancy outfit. We also get the song, Since Your Thing Died. Yes. Um, It's Candace, and I, I like that little number. I love that one. That's a, just... I don't even know how to describe it. When it starts to... I, never mind. Cut Who's that, out. that girl going down the street? It's Candace. Candace. Yeah, it's a good one. I do really like the doof plot of this, though. I feel yeah. like for us, the whole disintivap... Please say it for me. Disintivaporator. Thank you. I, I think that that's one of his best names. I can't say it, but I, I do really enjoy it. Yeah. I just like the weirdness of this character. We setting fire to the sun is such a great, absurd thing to want. Is I I think about that a lot. But also the weirdness of there's a mentor character we never meet and never will. Yeah, who is apparently so important in Doof's life, but is not his professor from the episode where he has to impress his professor. An unrelated evil mentor who's like last wish before going to prison or maybe dying is to blow up his old lair, presumably because it's full of evidence. But that mentor has the same initial as Dr. Doofenshmirtz. So when we see the lair for the first time, we think it's Doofenshmirtz's lair. It's kind of shaped like in a way you'd picture, like, you know, Doof's building is shaped weird. Like it's an oddly shaped rock Island do you think building. The death penalty is an act in um, Danville. Do uh, I think Kevin is being sent to his death, and this is his final wish. Or I think he was arrested him? somewhere else. I think mm-hmm. Danville, under Roger Doofenshmirtz, is not executing how, prisoners. How serious of a villain do you think he is? Do you think he's like a doof villain or like a Rodney? Well, he's got a costume as opposed to a lab coat, so I am wondering what I think the he deal might with that be. is. It's a different tier. He's more like the destructor. The destructor uh, also Professor has a Destructicon. Right. Professor Destructicon, the Destructor. Actually, isn't his name something else? The Regurgitator? The yeah, the Regurgitator. That's it. Why did we get the... The Regurgitator! I didn't know who you guys were talking about. Oh, well, we're talking about Clancy Brown <laughs> when he's that guy in the, yeah. the green suit. The Regurgitator! That can't possibly be his name. That's so gross. Uh, you know who liked to regurgitate things? Rico from the Penguins of Madagascar. He really did. <laughs> that was his whole bit. He would go, Wah! and then he would have a little paper clip. Like a Mary Poppins bag, his stomach is. Yeah, and his voice was just, Wah! Do you think, it's do John you think I'm Rico? Yeah. I think you're the Rico act. Yeah. I, I do have. <laughs> Standing beside you. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Phineas and Ferb. No, um, Danny. Can we start a separate Penguins of Madagascar? Yeah, the podcast of Madagascar, the Penguins of Madagascar, <laughs> <laughs> the Penguins of Madagascar. I got a couple of these. The podcast right of Madagascar. Mm. All hail King Julian. The podcast. No. Yeah, I agree. Isn't Step two. Weird friend with a foot fetish. King Julian. <laughs> No, I can't do his voice, but it was Andy Richter who who played that character. You know, Andy, the Richter. 
Anyway. Um, <laughs> Professor Destructicon, a great name. I love that. And I love, there's, there's just a lot of really good bits in that that whole, the, the whole ordeal between yeah. Perry and Doof is great. Um, but I also, I just kind of heard this for the first time today, or at least it seeped in my consciousness today, when Doof was like, Hold on a second. I got a haircut in my mouth, and I was like, "That's yeah. too that real." Like really when that is. happens, you have to stop. You have to stop everything. everything. You have yeah. to stop driving. You have to stop helping the old woman cross the street. You have to stop doing your taxes. You have to get the hair out of your mouth. Yeah. You have to stop talking to your family. You have to stop talking to your family. You cannot breathe. Cut them out of your life. Five minutes. No. You have to move to Europe just to find the hair in your mouth. You have to move to Europe. Join a cult. Give up your worldly possessions. Defeat the cult leader. Now you're the cult leader. Ask all your followers to get there. <laughs> and now you're the leader. Of- I see that you like um, mm. you like the wavy hair on Candace. I did as well, but it, mm. I I don't know how mm. I feel about her weird bang that she has. That I feel like well, is normally the point. Does Candace have a mullet? No, she has a widow's peak. Yeah, but it like. <laughs> Comes to a point. point. Yeah, she looks like a. Does have a mullet? No, (laughs) (laughs) she just has severe widow's peak. I think severe fan art. (laughs) (laughs) She just, I don't know. I like the wavy hair, but my point, my what I, the rest of Uh it says is that. I feel like she needs like a hat or a helmet or something because it looks really flat and weird yeah. like to see her without the point. With, so I've decided only the point works. So I'd go for well, in the beginning. Right yeah. In so I, I would be good with the wavy hair with the point, I think, yeah. um, is, is what I decided. Well, I but I actually really like her scared hair more. Like Ooh. when her hair is all like pointy and ah. Um, I have a question for you guys about... Um, the house that they build it's it. it's put together out of various knickknacks and things i guess they found lying around One but the top of it house. is a dog house it says fido it says fido is that mean like a dog like they don't have one no they don't have dogs they so some dog in town dog. is just running around now without his dog house like did they What's take the that and if so oh, if not did they just oh, choose to to do that like do they just were like and was it a, dis- a design thing you think or uh maybe they went to the hardware store and bought one of those pre-made dog houses and the mm-hmm. the placeholder name is just fido all right fair yeah. fair all right all right or maybe it's part of the lore of the haunted house that those wolves are named fido or something it could be. they were really cute yeah Can't even lie oh, oh. they ran out and i said puppies <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm happy we get the giant inexplicable floating baby head. I love yeah. that that's going to be the start of a bunch to come. I don't usually like in shows when they like break the fourth wall and they're like, yeah, what was that about? That's weird. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like that in there because I it's genuinely believe that it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Not even yeah. Oh, just a head, like a yeah. baby. And it makes the baby head. noises, which are really cute. Yeah. Oh, ah. They are. They're cute. Yeah, they are. Um, those aren't cute, but the baby sounds in the the show are cute. Um, I am a baby. This is the noise I make. So the episode ends with the house being. I'm sorry. So you have. You're just reading her notes. All mine are gone. Um, what I do have in my notes is that that I find interesting to support my theory from the last episode is that. Randomly, when the haunted house is being pulled away and everyone's running out of it, um, we see Django out there, and it's yeah. just like the back of him. We just see the back of Django running, <laughs> and that supports my idea 
that in the last episode where we meet him for the first time, Director Soleil, that he there was maybe this idea that he was going to become part of the gang. Yeah. And I'm like, was there a version of this script where he had something he was afraid of and he had a little scene in there and then they just decided to take it out but left him in the background drawing? Because he's not there when they show up earlier. Sure. He just is there when they're leaving. Or is he creepily hiding out in their backyard since, like, did he just get himself unwrapped from the pretzel and, and now he's there? He's Ironically, yeah. Django's fear was being cut out of the episode. I don't think it would be, he'd be cut, though, you know, because they literally shoved in the Perry and, Perry and the Platypus. Perry, Josie <laughs> Perry and the, the Pussycats. Yeah, Which no. is quite random to be there since we've already heard it, except now we get the angry. Yeah, so. So, I said you could call him Agent P. Maybe there was something with Django in there, and then they were like, mm, nope, bye-bye. Like, bye. No, he's just literally too irrelevant. He doesn't matter. No one likes him. Filthy little pretzel boy. Get back out on the streets. Love the name, though. Yeah. Django. Good name. It's a good name. Yeah, spelled with a D, you know. <laughs> Didn't know that. Um, I, I did not know that. I know that we're not going to recount every joke for joke. Good. But to not acknowledge yeah. Baljeet. Okay. Standing okay. in the backyard. The greatest. That is the best. The greatest. The greatest <laughs> joke in all of of television is just when Candace goes, "Look at this horrifying mess!" And then the haunted house is gone, and it's just Baljeet standing there, and he just looks so innocent, and he just goes, "Hello." <laughs> and then ugly mess. And then she just goes, "That's not very nice." And then, and then. <laughs> The house gets snagged on the Christmas lights hanging from the the plane full of Doctor Destru- uh, Professor Destructicon's uh, crud, and uh, it gets snagged on that. It gets pulled away. It lands in the backyard again, so Candace sees it, but the descent evaporator causes it to explode. Candace screams, "Mom, Mom, look, it's back!" And then all that's there is just Baljeet looking like a lost puppy, and he's just got this little bag in his hand, and he goes, "I forgot my satchel," <laughs> and then Candace. Linda just goes like, Candace, how could you? <laughs> you betray Baljeet. You betray your country. It's so mean. It's so mean. <laughs> it's horrible. But it's, it's almost as, It's honestly the only thing that's funnier is is the thing we imagined of Baljeet having to testify before Congress. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Baljeet alone in a suit before Congress. I did what I oh. had to do to survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I um, forgot. Yeah. I can't wait till we yeah. get to that. Um, a decent episode, not so the greatest, but I like it. A lot. I definitely I like it. don't remember it being like this early on, and I don't remember it being that long. But I, I do like it's a classic in my mind. For you know, we have so many quotes from this, like you said, which Danny will sure. read for us momentarily. Yes, 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 yes. Now, I would like to point out to both of you that I think this episode is great. Mm-hmm. And I will now read I really you. I like this episode. I, don't I will read you some of the evidence. Why? The amazing mariachi tree. They have a tree full of mariachi players. The lesson here is not to drink so much chocolate milk before we plan our day's activity. And I am not using the banana this time. Molly, you say that but once a week, and yet you turn your back on this episode. Like, Peter, you deny Christ. I, I turn my back. I just mean it's not like my uh-huh. favorite. I'm reading the next one. To set fire to the sun! If there's one thing Kevin understood, it was closet space. Is this because you don't speak, or are you just being a jerk? Girl next door meets pop diva meets Hollywood bad girl crossed with an old school glamour goddess. Wouldn't you like to meet its Candace? Boo. 
Boo, I say. You can run, but it won't be to the college of your choice, I tell you. Little Susie Johnson gives you the willies. Wash away the horror. Wash away the horror. And finally, a classic. Perry the platypus, the descent evaporator, my golf clubs. I don't even play golf. And those are those are the ones you asked me to write down. This episode specifically yeah. a, a lot, lot definitely a lot. It's a good one. I've... But it's huh. like I, I oddly enough, I never think of the B plot intersecting yeah. with the the main plot in this one. I think of those as me too. Two separate episodes for sure. I did not remember the Perry the Platypus theme song being in this one. Me either. Never would have guessed. Shameful for of me to forget. Can you can you put in my cover when you're editing it at the end of this video? At the end of this podcast. No. I I think you should put in my cover. No. I um, think you should. Have you ever seen? Yeah. I think I sent you the video. There's this girl on TikTok. I don't remember her yes. name, but she just does the Perry the Platypus theme song acapella. Um, I don't remember her name, so I can't shout her out. Um, but it was but really it's impressive. Like genuinely amazing. And then Dan Pavemeyer obviously responded to it because it was phenomenal. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Wish I had the talent. I wish I had the time. (laughs) My contact information is below. (laughs) If anyone would like to get in contact with Um, (laughs) So let us know what you think about this episode. Episode eight, I guess this is. No, nine. This is episode nine of Phineas and Ferb. Um, Tweet us. Tweet us. Hashtag EGOT for Laura. Um, with your favorite quotes or the things you like about this episode. If for some reason you hate this episode and you really want to comfort, you could yeah. let us know too. But we will be responding very angrily. What scares you? What would be in your what haunted would house? Be your little costume that you put on to scare the hiccups your out of your little stupid friend. little. I, costume. I would also like to say <laughs> actually that I am glad it doesn't work to cure her hiccups yeah. because oh wait that has this was never... one of my notes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it takes. Phineas almost dying to mm-hmm. cure her hiccups. This leads me to the next question. Is she a sadist? My next question. Is little Isabella Garcia Shapiro a sadist? Is she or faking it? it? Is she faking it? Because at the end of the episode, she says uh, that, that although it was annoying to have the hiccups, she was delighted to get personal attention from Phineas all day. And, uh, of course, it is her uh, uh, devotion to him that makes her so scared of him falling to his almost yeah. death. Um, and then and then Candace immediately pretends to have hiccups so that Jeremy will pay attention to her. Was Isabella faking this the whole time? This is the kind of conspiracy theory I would like to push. Now, I think she. Oh, sorry. No, 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 please, please, please. I think maybe at first she wasn't faking it because you know she went there, yeah. and then Phineas offered up all this help because, like, how long do you have the hiccups for? Oh, it'll... oh, I have them for hours, which I was actually glad about. That's what I was it saying was I was glad that the haunted house did not cure her hiccups because one scaring me never works. never works, but also like. When I get the hiccups, it's for hours. And I'm glad that they drew attention to this really obnoxious issue that we do not understand as a society. My hiccups are violent. I think you've both seen yeah. it. Like, it like makes my whole body convulse and I just make an involuntary sound after. It's just a, uh. So I'll go, uh. Dax. Yeah, you um, cracked your rib once hiccuping. Yeah, that's true. That is survival. Um, I had the hiccups earlier today. I would like to talk about a little hiccup trick. Um, our uncle taught me it. I don't know if it actually works, but it worked earlier today when I had them. I only hiccup twice and then I stopped. You, um, you like take a sip of water, you hold it in your mouth, 
be very careful not to choke and die while doing this. And this is not medical advice legally. So um, don't try to sue me if you die doing this, I guess. Um, and you like bend over and then you swallow while your head is upside down. Interesting. My sixth grade English teacher taught me to stick your tongue out and put sugar on your tongue. And yeah. for years that worked for me and it doesn't anymore. I think that's just, you know. Placebo? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's why any of them work. Um, You know, I I think that this episode, it, it's got too much to be 11 minutes. Because if you cut any of that Doofenshmirtz and Perry stuff, it, it'd be rough. I guess the hot and cold thing you could maybe cut like him trying to play nah, hot and cold but... to find the keys but i really oh, like I the i really like the accept your death with dignity and play hot and cold with me <laughs> that's a good one i like it's you know i i like a lot of that i, I, I like his, his pleading yeah. um, you know like for the love of caesar's ghost what would you yeah. have me do <laughs> or like the and then he has to spin the plates and everything yeah. but i like the i like his long chain of uh printed out photos of what will yeah. happen His just very sarcastic rendering just because he goes on for way too long with it that like that joke isn't really funny if it's just like you know him showing what happened but the fact that he goes and then i'll get all sarcastic <laughs> and start explaining what happened like the fact that he says all sarcastic he's just so cute he i agree though if they cut any of it I'd like it's just too good to cut not necessarily that yeah. they couldn't do it without it but it is just genuinely yeah. too funny to get rid of yeah but it's yeah. just like it's also not enough to be 20 minutes and if this show could have been somehow if this one episode unlike every other episode of Phineas and Ferb had been like a variety show like Animaniacs or something and this one cartoon was allowed to be you know 14 minutes and the next cartoon could have been 7 minutes like if they could have made it a more uneven divide but that doesn't really that doesn't work with the model of Phineas and Ferb and no. that's cuz there's no way to really do a 7 minute one yeah i'll take it though i'll take the extra yeah. little Parts I'll, t- I'll, take the I'll take yeah. Played. I'll take a repetition of the Perry the Platypus theme, or yeah, you know, maybe maybe too much. The Candace subplot feels a little underdeveloped because yeah. she just gets to the house, freaks out in front of Jeremy, and then runs away. And then Jeremy's just there to comfort I her think at the it's end, just solely to introduce the greatest supervillain of yeah. all time, Susie <laughs> little Susie Johnson. I would love to see Doofenshmirtz be afraid of little Susie Johnson as he is a supervillain. What are you looking at? I like at the end when she just turns to Beaufort. I, I do have a drawing just, of that too. Yeah, I said Beaufort instead of Beaufort. Beaufort. Yes. Beaufort. The Beaufort, dude. Yeah, it, I mean it was. Oh, Beaufort's canasta game isn't written down as a quote, oh, but I do enjoy. I thought enjoy, it was. That's why I didn't write it myself. I do enjoy oh. the notion of Beaufort. I know this is cutting into your canasta game. This better be good. <laughs> pointy. <laughs> pointy. Pointy. I miss. I miss when pointy. he would call him Dinner Bell, though. That was Dinner Bell is a good one too. There's a lot of good quotes, a lot of good moments. Um, I I feel like the little Susie Johnson and uh, Baljeet being the failed test, like, really showcase so much. These are good insights into character. They are. They are. It's unfortunate we don't get to see what the rest of the children are scared of. Yeah, like, what are Phineas and Ferb afraid of? I feel like the answer is nothing. Yeah, that's probably it. But, like, what is, you know, what are the Fireside Girls scared of? Or, I guess, Django is probably the one that they... They cut. Maybe had thought Maybe of it and cut. Maybe because it's too dark. Mm. Ooh. 
Mm. Maybe mm. Django fears his dad leaving him again to become an artist or whatever. He oh does. yeah, his dad didn't pay attention to him because he's an artist who makes big things. Makes big makes big things. Thing. Makes do you think that's why he puts himself into a pretzel to gain attention? Do you think that's how he learned to do that? For mm-hmm. sure, definitely. Maybe they don't make Django a regular character because his story is just too sad. Maybe uh, maybe Django just occupies too much of the Candace space of trying to be special. The t- t- trauma. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Candace wants to be special so people notice her instead of Phineas and Ferb, and then. But, then but if everyone was special, no, no one would be. But then they give Ooh, her that mug, cry. and don't you just sob? Oh, I cry at the mug every oh, time. Oh, the mug. Oh, the mug. <laughs> All right, so everyone. Easy. Well, that's been. Does any any closing any final thoughts? thoughts? Yeah. Don't forget, we have to rank this on our famous scale. We do, we do every episode. We. That was no. We have to do the famous scale. We do. We give it a grade and we make it. Somebody an give it a grade. And we. I need the man. Keep him. I I give it a, a an A because Belgi told mm-hmm. me to. Ryan, what do you give it? Well, the sadist part of me just kind of wants to give it an F, so it can't run to the college of its choice. You can but... run. You can run. But it won't won't be to the the college college of your choice. That might be my favorite joke in the episode. But I. Because Malik Pancholi, he's so good. I'm sorry. No, he's so good. Malik Pancholi in this episode, just the. Boo, boo, (laughs) I say. No, he is so talented. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Such an activist. I'm sorry. You were greeting. You were greeting. I was greeting. You were greeting a great. Hi, Walmart. Bye, Walmart. No, I would I would give it an A. I really yeah. do like this episode. Um, like I said, it's not like I don't think it's spectacular, but it, it is a great episode. It mm. has uh, a banger or two in there, mm. and um, many many quotes as we have showcased already. I'd give it like an A minus because it's uh, you know. Now we've never graded one of these before, and yeah, I made up I yeah. made up this segment. This of the is show. the purpose of this is the bracket. That's how we're going to grade That's it. That's right. going to go in its bracket. Like, we haven't done that. No, yet. we have to do them um, all to get but the bracket. We, we will do the bracket. We will we will put this one in there. I I should say for the record, since I am keeping track. Yeah. Um, the characters that we saw in this episode, the side characters are Isabella, Jeremy, Buford, Balji, the giant inexplicable floating baby head, and Django, technically, of the ones we're keeping track of. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I yield my time. Have a good day. Yes. Should we? Because we started talking again after we already said. Just yeah. Well, yeah, again. again. Yeah, no, but I, us. I have a question. Do yeah. we have a famous sign off? No, we don't. We should get a famous sign off for the show should. where we all say something. Um, let's in real time and leave this in. Yes. Think of one. Yes. Let's uh, really take long pauses and lots of ums and ahs. Mm, love a good um. Love a good ah. Mm, ah. Mm. Ah. Ah. What if, and um, remember, don't spill your drink and don't drop no, your food. That's remember, nothing. That's nothing. If you're going to be feeding the geese. I hope you're not wearing a tube top. Thank you and good night, everybody. That's a possible candidate. Um, We're looking at possible candidates. Possible candidates. Um, Everything reminds you of Karen Johnson. Goodbye. Um, that's nothing, Danny. That's nothing. Um, we'd like to thank you all for listening, and now we're going to discontinue you out of this dimension, ladies and gentlemen. Clay Aiken and Shaka. <laughs> Up next, the amazing Bago. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Marty the Rabbit Boy and his musical blender. And then every oh, episode, like we end every episode with. But then we'd have to re. We'd have to re. We'd have to re-record that. 
we'd have to make up the blender yeah. song because we can't use the recording from the show just as we had to record Ryan's we... amazing cover of Candace party. I, I did not know that you used yeah. our takes. Yeah. I thought we were only using yours. No, everybody gets a turn. Yeah. No. So you should know that fans of the podcast, we yeah. did not give our consent for this. But we, Danny went ahead we with his all little collectively decided secret that project. Danny's they, take all was the best. they all accidentally wandered into the recording studio. No, we don't have a studio. It's a basement. We were performing in our basement, and we all agreed that Danny's you should do was it. The best. Molly and I sounded weird, and I also just didn't, couldn't, I couldn't. And then you used it anyway? I think I can, chugga, chugga, chugga. All right, I don't know what that is. Little engine that could. Little engine that could, daddy. (sighs) This little engine can't with your nonsense. Let us know what you think our sign-off should be. Yeah. We'll try it um, out. uh, Um, I can play golf. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Should we pick one? And that's remember, only from this episode? have fun with it. That's from the fair, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron. Neutron. Yeah. Yeah. Remember. Yeah. Have, have fun, fun with, with it. it. Sugar booger. You know, Jimbo. When I was your age, one day I sat on a banana and it changed my life forever. <laughs> yeah. A real quote. I mean, probably not verbatim, but close enough. Yeah. I like that little noise. I also does. can't. What? <laughs> that one. That's a little hillbilly. Is it now? I'm a little country. You're a little bit rock and roll. Clarabelle. Clarabelle. I was eating clams. I love Clarabelle. Clarabelle Cow's my dad. Clarabelle Cow, if you're listening, oh, go on a d- date with me. I thought you were singing the incredible scene. Clarabelle Cow. I thought you were doing the incredible scene that Clarabelle Cow. Clarabelle, Clarabelle Cow. Da 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 da. Good night, everybody. Good night and good luck. Uh, I said you could call him Agent Agent P. P. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got him. Well, back to my closet. We should do. We should do. Well, back to my closet. All right, there you go. I've been writing that at the end of the description of every episode. So Uh, it was there the whole time. Well, then maybe we We should. should. You want a different one? Uh, we'll keep it as a contender. What else do we have? I don't know. All right. Well, All right. Well, Molly, baby the baby's fussy. The baby's fussy. We've been doing this for well over an hour and a half. I promise you the episode will be 20 minutes. I know. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everybody. We'll figure out a sign off. Yeah. Have a good night, everyone. Or day. Or afternoon. You're, 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 you're prolonging it. <laughs> have a good dusk. A good twilight. A good new moon. This has been a Candace party. This has been a CBS special report. You are <laughs> 60 minutes. This is CBS. <laughs> Hi, Candace party fans. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. You might have noticed our intro was a little bit choppy, and that's because we were all slowly losing our minds while recording. So I thought I'd throw in some of our bloopers for you here at the end as a little post-podcast treat. Enjoy. All right, so first, this is this is a happy one. Hi, welcome to Candace Party. How can I help you today? Yeah, good, good. Um, what um, else you got in the tank? What else I got? Um, oh, I can do I can do it real mad. Um, hi, welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's a... Yeah, that's a fussy little yeah, that's baby. A, it's a fussy little.
baby. Thank you. Hasn't had its bottle in a couple minutes. Has not had any bottle of any sort in any recent fashion. Um, what else do I have? Um, I could do I could do a New York one. Ha! That's good. Bring it out. You know how New York's. Yeah, New York sounds. Hi. Welcome to Candace Party. You looking for the Empire State Building, Gardner? You looking for <laughs> the Statue of Liberty? Is the subway! Expect Al Patron! You'll kill those probably make a coat. I used to be able to do a flawless <laughs> impression of Daniel Radcliffe screaming Expect Al Patron. Oh, it's like how I used to do a really good Tom Hanks screaming to the North Pole. You still do. This is the Polar Express! Ask me where it's going. Where's it going? Why to the North Pole? <laughs> I love it. Thank I'm you. glad that you remember time. that I could do that. Oh, I remember you doing it that. It was like. <laughs> could you do an impression of Daniel Radcliffe doing an American accent? No. No. I'm sorry I teed you up for something you don't have yeah, in the camera. Yeah, I don't know no, why, why you would ever think I would be able to do that. No, no, no. Maybe because I can. Molly, do edit, it, in a, edit in a clip of Daniel Radcliffe doing American accents <laughs> over things. I'm really good. Molly, do, do Molly. Do how to succeed. Well, Mr. Bigley. He's the worst. I hope he falls. I'm kidding. I'll he's very good. He's the best. Oh, Actually, sing, we've seen them all. Okay, he's the but best. he can sing I'll really well. Do. Correct memorandum. Those are the words. I really like how to succeed in business. How to sit down at a desk. How to, how to succeed. Anyway. You have the... Well, that's really a brotherhood. Benevolent brotherhood. A razzle-a-taz of man. You, you got me, me, I got you. A podcast about Phineas and Ferb. Hi, and welcome to Candace Party. It's you don't not have a podcast, to say it again. Hi, welcome to Candace Stop Party. It. Hi, welcome to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's an intimate get-together. May I take your hat, sir? May I take your hat, sir? This is a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. You said that already. <laughs> Where... Hi, welcome to Candace Party. <laughs> <laughs> Where we three adult siblings will rewatch. Rewatch Phineas and Ferb. Oh, I, oh, that, I made you know, one little. We're not doing a second take of that. Hi, welcome to Candace. Yeah! <laughs> 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 All right. Well, we're, did anyone know? <laughs> we are rewatching Phineas and Ferb. I can't look at you when you're looking at. <laughs> Stop. Help. Please send help. Hi, welcome to no. Candace Party. Oh, stop. <laughs> Look, does anyone have any pressing business at this meeting of the of the clubhouse here? I'd like to say that I'm Molly. I would like to sit down and welcome everyone to Candace Party. <laughs> would you say it's a podcast? I'd say it's a little bit more of an intimate. Yeah. 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 Now who's the pretty boy? Hi, welcome to Candy Party. <laughs> it's not a podcast. It's a place where we all come to get our feelings hurt. <laughs> You're talking too directly. That should into the be the slogan. I love it. <laughs> this is a video. <laughs> no, stop it. They know what it is now. 
Look, I'm she's Molly. Yeah. I'm Danny. Ryan, do your voice so they know who I'm your little I don't know. <laughs> your little congressman. I'm Ryan. Yeah, you I don't are even have look what you've beaten out of me. <laughs> We're <laughs> gone. So we are rewatching Phineas and for fin- <laughs> Why don't I just leave? You can have two okay. podcasts without me. Let's talk about that. That's impressing news, huh? 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 Before Your turn. We, and we've been going for th- at least 13 minutes, and we haven't touched a so. Hi, welcome Before- to Candace Party. It's not a podcast. It's an imitate. You can't put someone on blast on a podcast they edit. She's going to edit it. Help me free Ryan 2021. <laughs> Future Molly hears this. She goes, I better help him. Get together. What? I to the N to the T-I-M-A-T-E. Get together. That's right. It's not a party. 